0: Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs.
1: I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division One athlete, mental health advocate, and host
0: of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and
1: more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod.
0: I'm Krishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing and part two of my proposal story. So we're climbing up the stairs, I'm in my Manolos, and my feet are killing me. And my boyfriend had told me not to worry that nothing was going to happen on the roof and it was okay to wear my fuzzy puma slides. But something in my gut said, wear the Manolos. This is also the same boyfriend that told me we wouldn't be walking, and then we ended up at DSW. So we get to the top of the stairs, and we're at the rooftop, and I see a photographer and a bouquet of tulips wrapped in plastic wrap. It's windy. My hair is going all over the place. The photographer is clicking away. My gem of a boyfriend has the biggest, sweetest, happiest smile on his face. I can't stop saying what is going on repeatedly. All I'm saying is what is going on? the photographer came with his wife and his wife is, you know, directing me to go toward my boyfriend. (laughs) And my boyfriend leads me to the end of the rooftop where, you know, you have the entire skyline of New York City. And he gets down on his knees and he says, I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Will you marry me? And I say yes, a thousand times. He puts the ring on my hand and then I pick him up from the ground and then I proceed to say what is going on. We hug, we kiss, we're crying, we're laughing and I'm in love and livid all at the same time. The photographer continues to take photos of us. I still don't know what just happened because we're not at the pizza place. We're at our friend Neil's rooftop, and I just got proposed to. My ring is big, so it's turning. I'm trying to suck my stomach in for the photos because I know the photographer's going ham. Neil is chugging wine and taking selfies of himself while we're getting engaged in the background. And the photographer is looking at me stunned because he doesn't know if I'm horrified or happy. And the first thing I can say, because I'm a psychopath, serial killer, type A personality, is why are the tulips wrapped in plastic wrap? Who did this? Why isn't there a bow on them? Or something else? And the photographer is explaining to me that, you know, the tulips aren't in the original green vase that they came in because the vase didn't look good enough. And Neil thought it was a wonderful idea to wrap the tulips in plastic wrap. And then the photographer asks me how I'm feeling. You know, am I overwhelmed? Am I happy? Like, what's going on? And I say, why aren't we at the pizza place? I wanted to be proposed to at the pizza place. And my precious, adorable boyfriend is just looking at me like, What can I do to make this better? Our friend Neil is looking at the whole situation and me like you're the worst vibes in a person. And that's exactly what he told me. And I was. I was a total bitch. You know, I'm surprised my boyfriend didn't ask me to give him the ring back that day. And I rarely spiral with my boyfriend. You know, we've said on the pod, you spiral with friends and family. I rarely spiral with my boyfriend. And I was on a raging spiral that day, the day of my proposal. I mean, he saw the evil in me. And all girls have an evil side to them. But on the proposal day, my boyfriend saw that pure evil that women have. He saw it that day. On the other hand, the proposal wasn't overwhelming because... I knew this is my person. And when you know this is your person, you mostly feel calm and at peace and you're able to be mad at the trivial things because you already know you're with the right person. So, you know, Barbara Walters once said, and it has always stuck with me, never do anything with a heavy heart. And when I'm with my boyfriend, I feel nothing peace, serenity, love, and light. And I think that's so important. So my proposal day, you know, I wasn't freaking out. I wasn't scared. And I feel like I can freely talk about this and share with you that I was in love and livid and raging on my proposal day over the small matters like not being at the pizza place because the big stuff is already taken care of. So I was comfortable enough to be mad on my proposal day because I have such a great relationship with my now fiancé. But he definitely saw the dark side of me and the spiral was intense. And I do think, yes, always spiral with friends and family— but you should spiral on occasion, maybe every three to six months with your partner to see how they react. You know, I'm going to be on my worst behavior and I want to know how you react to me, how you treat me and how you handle it. I want to know, are you going to raise your voice at me? Are you going to have a big temper? Are you going to punch me in the face and end up in jail? Because guess what? Those are all deal breakers, obviously. And I can tell you, in the year and a half we've been together, and including on my proposal day, where I was a total ungrateful bitch, and I had every right to be, to this day, my boyfriend has never yelled at me. He's never raised his voice at me. He's never been upset with me. Or mad at me or annoyed at me, or made me feel in any way that I was irritating him. And on probably one of my worst days, my fiance didn't flinch. He was just such a doll the entire time. And I am one of the luckiest girls in the world. But we're not done. The story gets worse. So we're taking photos on the roof. And I literally tell everyone, and by everyone, I mean the photographer, his wife, Neil, and my now fiance, that only basic bitches take photos on New York rooftops with New York skylines. Like, why aren't we at the pizza place? If I had had a dollar for every time I said, why aren't we at the pizza place? I would have flown you all on my private jet to listen to the pod live at my private island. So, everyone is sick of me at this point. And not only am I being bitchy, I am basically screaming like a bridezilla at the photographer and his wife, God bless them, because of the wind and the ring keeps turning. And I'm sucking my stomach in and I can't handle all of it. And as you all know, I hate being outside. And I'm screaming at them that I just want one good picture because the wind isn't a vibe. And God forbid, the one picture I end up liking, the rings turned sideways and you can't see it. Or there's a chunk of hair flying away somewhere. You know, that photographer and his wife, God bless them, they deserve, you know, a vacation, an all expense paid trip, you know, after dealing with me. So we take photos on the roof and then I say, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm really happy. Like we're engaged now. It's official. Can we go to the pizza place? So the photographer and his wife have like $100,000 worth of equipment. And now I am demanding that we all go in an Uber to East Village Pizza. So they appease me because I'm acting like a raging bridezilla and it's not even a wedding. It's a proposal. So we all go to East Village Pizza And now I'm famished because I haven't eaten all day because I thought we were going straight to the pizza place. And all I had was some matcha latte. We get to the pizza place, we order a large pizza, and we're taking photos of basically me and my boyfriend scarfing down pizza down our throats. I'm asking my boyfriend, like, why didn't you propose to me here? And he said, I really wanted to surprise you because you kept calling it a Ponzi proposal. And you were yelling at me that, you know, nothing was going to be a surprise. (laughs) So in most cases, my advice is, yes, switch up the plan. Not on the fucking proposal day. And now I look like I'm three months pregnant because I've eaten an entire pizza. And so the pictures I probably will want from the pizza place, you know, I look pregnant. And I'm that person, you know, I could have a piece of fruit and I'm going to look pregnant because I'm always bloated. And that's for another time and another podcast on gut health. But moving on, we're taking photos at the pizza place. And I think the photographer and his wife, shout out to Nachi, who took the photos. If anyone needs a great photographer in New York, DM me and I will send you his information. I think they were sick of me. They're like, okay, you have to deal with her for the rest of your life. We're going to go photograph someone else now. Goodbye. So, they leave and now me and my boyfriend head back to the Park Hyatt and like I said, they have a bougie gorgeous indoor saltwater pool that faces the entire city and Central Park and so my boyfriend really wanted to swim in the pool and catch some downtime, which was much needed consider the trauma that I just gave him. You know, he has PTSD for life. I think you say the word proposal and he's going to be shaking in a corner. So we head back to the hotel. I say, I'm not going to get in the pool because I don't want to get my hair wet because we have dinner at Budokan, but you go swimming and I'll watch you and like take videos. So he's swimming. I'm on the lounge chair. And all of a sudden I see the pool employee come with this long ass net and he puts the net in the pool and fishes out an iPhone. And so the few people that are there, there was like eight of us. We're all like, oh, what an idiot. Whoever did that, you know, people are giggling. And even my boyfriend was like, what a moron, you know, we're just like, wow, you know, like SMH, you know, total SMH vibes, like shake my head.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Get 30, 30, get 30, get 30, get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. Sold. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
0: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: So then we go back to the room and of course, my fiance says he can't find his phone. At that point in my head, I already knew. I was like, that's my fiance's phone. And not only did I go to DSW on my proposal day, I'm probably going to be at the Apple store. So at that point, I just look at him and I say, look, I'm going to take a nap you go figure out your phone situation. So he goes and he comes back and he's like, babe, guess what? It was my phone. I think I'm going to start praying to all the religions because by the grace of God or whoever, the universe, my boyfriend's phone was at the bottom of the pool, yet somehow is still working. So we didn't have to go to the Apple store. And so we start getting ready for dinner, and he says, the Uber is coming. It's going to be 30 minutes. Okay, but why is it going to take 30 minutes to get there? We're going to Budokan. It's right there. We're uptown already. And then he drops the next bomb. He's like, oh, we're not going to Budokan. What do you mean we're not going to Budokan? I specifically said I wanted East Village Pizza for the proposal and Budokan for dinner oh, two more people said they were coming now to surprise you and Budakan wouldn't take the reservation. Okay, but you have to finesse the situation. You just go with the two other people. You don't call the restaurant and lose the reservation. So this is where Sheets, friend of the show, Sheetal Patel, God bless her, such a good friend. She was in charge of dinner. So I'm here thinking, you know, okay, we're just going to go somewhere else. And I'm thinking, you know, along the lines of, 11 Madison, Maria, Sugarfish, I don't know, something proposal dinner worthy. So we're in the Uber and all of a sudden, <gasps> we're in the Lower East Side. And again, just like Union Square, cute place, the Lower East Side, great place. Not on my fucking proposal day. Not today. Yet again, I have made an outfit change, but I am still in the Manolos because you got to milk the Manolos and I'm in grimy Lower East Side. So we get to the restaurant and we're at Blue Ribbon Sushi. No shade to Blue Ribbon Sushi, but not today, not tonight. So I am raging, bitching, like, how could we be here? You know, everyone's in T-shirt and jeans, like, look at me. I look like a million bucks And my angel of a boyfriend, he's like, no, babe, you look like a billion bucks as I'm ranting like a lunatic. So we head into the restaurant and oh, my goodness, I just start sobbing when I see my brother and my sister. They flew all the way from L.A. just to be at my proposal dinner for 24 hours. Neil is there. He's still our friend after the shit show proposal and my awful vibes. Dylan canceled his plans and came to dinner. Sheets was there, hot friend Sheets. Dits couldn't make it because he was in Vegas for work and it was last minute cuz you know we planned the proposal 6 days before. And so I'm sobbing. I'm so happy everyone's there, but I'm also complaining that we're at Blue Ribbon Sushi. And then I'm telling everyone at the table that it was one of the worst days of my life. And my sweet fiancé is telling everyone that it was one of the best days of his life. And Neil's like, I regret being part of this day. My sister and my brother are looking at my fiancé like, she's yours now. She's your problem. Good luck and congratulations. And I say Hot friend Sheets, you know, is a great friend, not only because She's been there, you know, the entire time and given me such great relationship advice. But she just let me spew my wrath, my garbage, my nonsense about Blue Ribbon Sushi and did not say a word and has not said a word to this day. She has allowed me to be a Ponzi bridezilla because I'm not even a bride. And we had a lovely time. And, you know, people do say it's about the people. Not when you're fucking 37. No, it's not. It's not about the people. Like, yeah, the people are incredible and I'm so blessed. But no, it's about what you want when you're 37. I waited this long. I just wanted to have my proposal at East Village Pizza and dinner at Budokan. But the universe had other plans. And I'm so fortunate that I have amazing people in my life that put up with my nonsense that day and let me be... A brat. We have some amazing memories from that day. And then we all went to the Park Hyatt lobby and just, you know, had drinks and were chatting it up the entire night. And I think my advice to everyone listening if you have proposal plans, write down your fucking proposal plan, you know, make it crystal clear and email the plan to every single person you know. And every single person you know should then email it to your significant other so that their inbox is flooded with your proposal plan and there's no confusion. You know, one of my good friends, Allison, she planned her entire proposal. And, you know, I'm a traditional girl and I was thinking, you know, I get to plan the rest of my life, but I didn't really want to plan my proposal. But if I could turn back time, maybe i should have fucking planned my proposal. and so that's my psa from this episode. plan your proposal. no one is a mind reader. even though i told everyone my plan verbally, i should have written it down, like i should have engraved it in stone and sent everyone a plaque of my plan. and then when everyone went, you know, home, Me and my boyfriend just had our time and we just started emo sobbing, like just sobbing because we're so happy we found each other and now, you know, we're engaged. But I think it was a time of self reflection. And maybe not everyone feels this way, but I can say I definitely did, you know, where you're closing a book to a part of your life, you know, you're no longer just you now, you're with your partner. And there's a beauty to it, but there's also some bittersweetness to it. Because I think it's a time for self reflection. You know, that night, I just felt like my life flashed before my eyes, you know, like my 20s, my 30s, like regrets, like things I wish I did, like everything just flashed before me. And it's a heavy feeling. And I think a lot of people don't talk about it. You know, we're just talking about how exciting and amazing and awesome and happy it is. But there's also some heaviness that goes into it because you're entering a new chapter. I mean, I got super emo from telling my brother and my sister goodbye because I've never not stayed in the hotel that they were in or I've never not stayed in the room that they were in. So... To say goodbye to them. And then they went to another hotel and we were in our hotel. And then I went back to my fiance. You know, it's it's a strange feeling. And it's amazing, but it's a new feeling. And, you know, I spoke to my parents who are in India, and my mom always has the wisest words, and she puts everything into perspective. And she said, Anish, do you want a good restaurant and a bad man? And it's true. I am with someone so amazing, someone who gives me peace and love. And, you know, we say on here, your vibe attracts your tribe. So let me tell you guys what happened to me because of my negativity, I believe. So we get back to Scottsdale and my boyfriend's at work and we have a latch on our sliding door to go onto the balcony. And so I'm on the phone and I generally go out onto the balcony when I talk on the phone. So I'm talking on the phone and I go out to the balcony and I close the sliding door, the screen door, and I hang up on my conversation that I just finished. And I notice (laughs) I'm locked outside on the balcony. And so I was locked outside for four and a half hours on my balcony. And my friends, God bless them, they were like, yeah, that was the universe telling you to repent because you were so evil to your boyfriend on your proposal day. And then $6,000 got taken out of my account with Bank of America because of fraud. And thankfully, I filed a claim and I'm getting the money back. But yeah, hashtag repenting because I. I'm literally with an angel. And like everyone at dinner said, you know, my siblings, my friends, you know, even Dylan was like, your ring does not belong in the Lower East Side. Your ring does not belong here. You know, I have such a gorgeous ring and I'm going to talk about my ring and the ring shopping process and what I did in another episode. But basically, everyone told me, you know, why don't you look at your ring and shut the fuck up? And repent. And so I have apologized to my boyfriend for my behavior, or I should say, fiance. I have apologized to my friends. And thank you to my friends and my siblings for letting me be an asshole and not saying a word to me or putting me in my place because I rarely, you know, get so angry. And I'm excited for what's ahead for me and my life. I was in a place, you know, I was very happy with myself. I didn't need anyone. And so the fact that I found someone is just a bonus. I am over the mood. I'm madly in love and I still have my life, and my fiance has his life, and we both live our lives together. And I'm forcing myself or trying to learn to just take in the moment and cherish this time and gloat and be happy because I don't know how to do that. And we're going to talk about it in the next pod. You know, accepting the happiness, feeling the happiness, and enjoying the happiness. You know, enjoying the time in your life where everything's going okay, and not constantly being in fight or flight mode. So there you have it. I am engaged and in love. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.